Blog Talk Radio. Yo, it's your brother like none other, the one like Z to the I to the N, and you're tuned in to Revolutionary Radio with my comrade, Viva Fidel, Holla Black. What's going on, what's going on? Checking in live right here, Viva Fidel Radio. It is going down like it always does about this time we have to tell you, make sure you check out the archives episodes. We give you that before we give you anything. It's always a constant reminder. We want you to make sure you check out the previous episodes. Go back, listen and learn, check out some of the resources that have been made available. Check out some of the information and the connections that have been shared on the show some great, great things, some great people, some great topics of discussion, points of interest, solutions. Uh, it's the whole reason why we have this platform, the reason why we provide uh, different guests uh, a platform to share what they're doing on a community level, entrepreneurial level, music level. The whole nine is, is, is really about connecting you with comrades from all over uh, doing a lot of different things for a lot of different people. So it's very important you support all of the guests. You know, we usually make sure they shout out their contact information and so on and so forth over and over again. So once again, make sure you check out the archive episodes so you can get up to speed with some of the great guests that have been here and, you know, learn some of the, uh, the strategies and solutions and see the directions that we're going in collectively because that's really what it's about. We are definitely moving together. So, you know, I want to definitely thank everybody who has taken the time out to support and be a part of the conversation and the dialogue going forward. All the people that get feedback, um, we get a lot of different feedback from the show. Um, just, you know, real engaging discussion, conversation. We will eventually share that um, in one way or another. Um, with people because we don't like to, uh, I don't like to take too much time away from the guests by doing too much um, chat sessioning or even too much calling session for that much for that matter. So um, I like to make sure all the guests, um, since they're very distinct and powerful individuals that represent movements within their own right, I like to make sure that they have time to explain themselves and you know just really get. Um, their mission and their message across. So we get a lot of uh, feedback. So we want to, you know, big, big shout out to everybody who gives us feedback on the shows and ask questions, how they can get in touch with the guests and following up and things like that. And also on the music level, you know, we get some submissions uh, from different people that um, had their music out and they want to get the music played. We got a couple of different people that um, we will be having coming up soon on the show that reached out to us, you know what I mean, and, and was like, you know, they was appreciating the, uh, the way we were communicating. It was appreciating the way we were collaborating, and they wanted to be a part of it, and uh, they wanted to definitely uh, support what we're doing. So they're helping to spread the word. They're helping to blast out the, the links and all that good stuff. So we appreciate that. And then on another level also, um, the Time to Shine, Atlanta.com, one of our partners um, here at Viva Fidel Radio, they will be um, featuring 
um, our shows on the site. And then also we'll be having some of the winners again uh, from this last show. It just happened this past Thursday uh, live on air soon, sooner than later. So that's definitely something to check for. We got to, you know, like I said, check the archives because you got to catch up on it. We, we got a lot of things going on. It's a lot in the making, um, a lot of different projects and events. So, you know, sometimes I give updates and, I, you know, I get time to just kind of run it down the line. And uh, other times um, I really just be wanting my guests to be on time. You know what I'm saying? So we can make this make this pop. Um like it's supposed to. We got a really, really, really special connection for you today, though. So, you know, we get it right in a minute. Um, you can check out the youtube.com slash Viva Fidel TV. Check out some of the updates on there. Uh, the Art in, the art is Life series um, is up and running. It's got three parts up there now. It's maybe like two more coming up soon that are uh, a look inside some of the artists um, that are out here, cultural artists, um, visual artists, graphic artists. You'll see a lot of different things. So the Art is Life series is very important. I just want to up y'all up on that. Make sure you check out the, the link um, that's available somewhere everywhere. There's three parts up there, some phenomenal things that we're going to share with y'all. Y'all going to be surprised the things that we reveal. But without any more delay, without me taking up any more time, we had a guest on the line, Brother Oba William King. Yes, yes, brother. How are you, brother Fidel? Ah, uh, magnificent, brother. Just you know, just chopping it up a little bit with the people before you get on. You know what I mean? Letting everybody know that it's always in motion, man. It's always a lot going on. So we appreciate you taking your time. We know you're busy, man. I know it's a big weekend right here going on. So we appreciate you taking your time to come and just bless us right quick. And you know what I mean? We just gonna have a good conversation, man. How you doing? I'm great, and I thank you for taking the time to um, invite me in, and we always have time to speak to the brothers. I'm very, very proud of you and your work and uh, getting the word out, you know, across the globe with your blog talk radio. I've listened in to your show a couple of times. I'm uh, very, very proud. I'm glad to know you, and thank you very much for inviting me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much also. Um you do a lot of things for a lot of people in a lot of places, man. For the people who are not familiar with your work or your name, for that matter, uh, Oprah William King, um, let them know who you are, man. Give a brief bio introduction of yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, I will. I am a poetic storyteller. I've been in the cultural arts uh, since 91, arriving in Chicago in 87, uh, working uh, at the feet of the elders, uh, Oscar Brown, Jr., uh, Dr. Margaret Burrell, Sam Greenlee, and giving shouts out and praises and prayers to our dear friend, O'Coral Harold Johnson. I've been able to use my work as a storyteller to reach the people and tell the stories of our people, of our heritage, developing a storytelling time, interactive assembly-style program for school-age youth, working with the high school students on uh, poetry, spoken word, as well as uh, HIV and AIDS awareness through drama and uh, plays. Um, I was like the original host. Some may remember uh, the movie Love Jones. The movie Love Jones came from the pen of a brother named Ted Witcher, 
Ted Witcher was one of our regular attendees at Spice's Jazz Bar in Chicago. And Spice's Jazz Bar is really the bridge, the link from the old school days of Obasi, uh, the brothers and sisters that were putting down the poetry and the revolutionary words of, of action. And when we came along with Spice's, it opened the door up to a whole new generation which spawned that energy of spoken word artists. And I'd like to, if I could, give a shout-out to one of the brothers that are doing some great work around the country, Brother Malik Youssef, the wordsmith, as well as our brother Jay Ivey. And we came from Spices to Full Moon Poetry to the Rituals, Rhythms, and now just spoken word is nearly absolutely everywhere. And it's a blast to be a part of this team. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Spoken word uh, poetry is a powerful force. Uh, it's definitely powerful in Milwaukee, um, where we based that, and it's and it's powerful everywhere. And um, you know, uh, just talk a little bit about the importance of that. Like as you as you got into it, and how it evolved into, um, I guess what it is now on a story te- storytelling level. Storytelling. Uh, well, yeah. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack a little bit. Let's backtrack a little bit. I want to backtrack a little bit. Just okay, um, not even your own self, um, but. Let's go into the importance of that period, man. Like, let's back up a little bit. Why is it important? Why does Fiba Fidel have Brother Oba on the show? Why is it important? Why are we here talking about the art of storytelling and poetry and spoken word? Why is that important in our culture, and why is it important now today? It's been a very simple word, and it's always been that we of African descent are an oral people. We passed our stories along through the oral tradition. We told our stories. We we channeled our work and our words through the spoken word. See, first there was the word. And then things came into existence. So we are part of that original man, the original man that if we can't and don't tell our own story, someone else will. And if others tell our story, they'll definitely get it wrong or, or misrepresent it. There's a very brief folk tale that speaks of the old man who talks to his son, and each night he tells him the story of the hunt. And the old man tells how the hunters bested the lion. And the young boy looks at his father and says, Father, why is it that every time you tell me the story that it is always the hunter that is besting the lion? He says, until the lion tells his story. That's the way it will always be. You see, we have to tell our own stories, and we have been doing that from the very early days of the first woman to write a book of imaginative literature in English, from the early days of even when they said in, held in bondage and in captivity in this country that we were not allowed to read or write, that there was danger lurking if you were caught reading or writing, even then. We had spoken word. We had the stories being told, and the poets came. We have the poets who words we use all the time. We give a lot of credit to, you know, the anchors, Langston Hughes and Paul Lawrence Dunbar, County Cullen, uh, Mir Baraka. We give a lot of credit to the poets who had already existed and were standing on their shoulders. But it is vitally important in our community that we express ourselves. We are an expressive people, and it is the rhythm of our language 
that lays in poetry. A lot of folk that um, you listen to rap music based in the poetic rhythm. You listen to the great orators of Dr. King. You listen to the speeches made even our current president, President Obama. His, his cadence and his skill in oration comes from the rhythm of spoken word, our people. And as we right. gain, mm-hmm, gain control of the language that we use today, we are even more so telling our stories of current events, current times. That's what rap music is talking about, what you see out your window right now. Storytelling gives us an opportunity to reach back. It's uh, an image in storytelling, the Sankofa bird that is walking forward but looking back. And it gives uh, credence to the statement, if you don't know where you've been, you won't figure out where you're going. That's right, and then just just to lead to that, like, how did you begin your journey into uh, um, poetry and storytelling? Very interesting. Uh, We we have a a lyric. We say, uh, uh, "I got to give you this little beat." Now you got to think of the beat. It says, uh, uh, um, um, "When I was in school, okay, I didn't like history, couldn't stand math, hung out a discipline teacher, wouldn't take a bath, but a poet came to me one day." Showed me that life was not a game to play, and I started reading, and my mind got free. You see, I didn't, I did, I was one of those. Uh, if they had a term for it then, uh, currently they call it short, short attention span. <laughs> I'm one of those short attention span children. I was always just imagining other things. I, I was, I would think about how, uh, uh, how was it that you know you could, how did running happen? You know, why was water wet? How far is the sun? You know, questions that you just bug grown folk. But you got right. that kind of brain that's always asking that. And when I got put on the spot by one of my early teachers in the sixth grade, Mr. Uh, Mr. Paul Harris, when he said, you find the answer and come back and tell me. So I had to... Fine, I got continued to ask until someone told me. Then I had to stand and tell the class. And I, I just, just had that affinity for being able to speak in front of people. There's no fear there. Um, uh, being born in Greenville, South Carolina, raised up by folks that they call Geechee. Uh, by the time I went to school in California, um, you know, I have an, an accent. They say, he talks funny. Even my own brothers and sisters, well, they talk funny. But that's just a, a cadence, a, a rhythm that you use when speaking. I um, I was always interested, I think, in reading, probably because I'm small-framed. You know, I, I didn't play sports. I wasn't a basketball. Uh, too too tiny for football, too slow for track. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'd hang out at the library. And in the library, you could just hang out with anybody you want to. You know, you could travel across the globe in the library. You know, you can get into the words of the writers that have come before us and have told their stories, and your imagination just can run away. And there's a peace and a freedom in that. And uh, I I just, uh, I guess, once I um, finished a military service, I did a four-year stint in the military, Something you just you just have to do when you grow up in the time that I did. It's the responsibility of a young man. It also puts a bit of discipline in your life. And um, 
as I did that and I returned home, it was still in my heart to uh, follow the path uh, of the thespian, uh, of the artist. And I went up to Santa Barbara and got myself involved in a, a theater and dance program uh, under the uh, direction of Kay Fulton. And um, within a very short order, I was able to um, audition and and uh, get a part uh, playing uh, on the Shakespeare stage in the uh, Midsummer Night's Dream using dance and uh, drama skills together. Um, it was always one of those things. I enjoyed the sonic, the rhythm of the words, you know. And um, plus being an African-American man in a community that there were not very many African-American men, um, I, I, to be there I could represent I could represent our culture. I could represent, I felt like I was an ambassador to black people all the time. With the last name of King, growing up in the 60s and being in communities where there were not a lot of black people, I always felt like I was responsible to give the best possible image of us as a people. And I guess that laid the groundwork for what I do today. I travel around the country, so a lot of rural communities, sharing the uh, African-American legacy through storytelling. That's incredible. And so now, which leads up to something that's going on this weekend in Minneapolis, um, Minnesota, which is the 28th Annual National Black Storytelling Festival and Conference. Like, um, not a lot of people may have ever even heard about such a thing. Um, so for people people like myself who have never been there, um, tell oh us what that, what, that, what that event is like and, and uh, just take like, me there for a minute. I'm telling you the family reunion. It is brothers and sisters from across the country and using the traditions of respecting the elders. We have a unity love circle when we first gather together. The National Association of Black Storytellers was begun by Linda Goss and Mary's mother, Mary Carter Smith. And they're from the East Coast, and they were storytellers. And it'll go back a little ways into how it was that they were, as school teachers and working in the literary arts, began doing storytelling, and as they went places, people were so attracted by it, and they told the history that this is our culture. Sitting on the front porch talking to grandma is how you learn stuff. Grandpa and uncle, taking the uncle, getting you out in the backyard, leaning up against the tree and telling you, you know, this is, and this is Shinola, you know, and know the difference. These stories of how we grew up our young men and how our young ladies learned to uh, uh, carry themselves in what was considered the proper way. Um, Mother Mary Carter Smith and Sister Linda Goss banded together, and they brought this organization together. It currently is under the presidency of Venora Legault, and she's from New Orleans. Um, I met Baba Jamal Karan who had been just completely around the globe with storytelling, just going any and everywhere, sharing African-American culture stories. And Brother Dylan Pritchett is the, uh, the director uh, of the uh, – Brother Jamal is from Virginia. And Brother Dylan Pritchett and also Granddaddy Junebug, Granddaddy Junebug from North Carolina. So you see how it bounces around to all these different states and the first – event that I went to was in San Diego, California, 
and it was a complete awakening. People are dressed in the traditional African clothing that we have the drum rhythm to begin the sessions. Um, you the, honor the elders with the ancestors uh, pouring the libation and the teaching of all of these things. What is pouring libation? Why do we do it? Why do we call the ancestors forward? Why do we give the respect to those who have gone before us and opened doors and, and paved our way? And, and how that's done. Why the rhythm of the drum is so important and how it is that it is a part of our language and our culture, why we have rhythm. You know, you see, when we were separated in the motherland and boarded on them ships, and one thing I want to say, anybody, anybody who is black is an African. You've come from Africa. See, and we go deep in the history and we're finding out more things about how original man, the oldest bones of a human being was found in this northern area of Africa that they call the Garden of Eden. And this is very likely the first place that man existed. When they tell the story of creation, God scoops up that, 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 that handful of clay, you know, from the bottom of the river. And you think that clay in the bottom of the river is going to be deep, dark clay and shaped up in his own image and blew into it the breath of life. Man became a living soul. So we share these kinds of stories. People are coming, family members. My brother, who lives in Texas, when we had our last year's event, Reggie King, when we had our last year's event, he drove from Texas to, uh, we were in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know the importance of Little Rock, Arkansas. We went there to, to honor the family members and descendants and relatives of the, the Little Rock group, you know. And so we had our events in places where historical events have taken place. And sometimes we get a little apathetic and nonchalant about the greatness of the steps that we have had to take to put ourselves in the position to where we are today. We were taken from a, a great, rich, powerful land where there was order and science and astrology and, and, and farming and culture and, and family. And, yeah, there were battles between things because of, you know, you fight over land, you fight over thing, mankind battle. But Africans that were taken from the motherland and put on those ships and brought across the ocean in chains and bound and sold on auction blocks in, as chattel property. That means that you have been reduced to the lowest being. And we have over these years, with great leadership, great guile, and a lot of perseverance, worked our way to positions to where we now hold the highest office in the land. We are now a part of this. We now represent the most watched people on the television. We represent the the most copied clothing, dance, singing styles. All of our culture, all of our rhythm, all of our things. I I get a little hyper, brother. <laughs> Dale, please don't let me soapbox. It's, but it's exciting to be part of an organization that has memberships across the country. Um, and that the people gather together annually in a different place across the country, and we have this celebration 
festival and conference, and then in the midpoint of the year, we have a retreat out in North Carolina. And I'll say it for your listeners to find more about NAV, the National Association of Black Storytellers. It is nabsinc.org, N-A-B-S-I-N-C.org, nabsinc.org. And all detail is on there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 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 good, bro. Um, what's your in? Uh, what's your what's your direct or what's your um, business connected? People want to get a hold of you and find out more about some of the things that you offer. Yes, sir. Um, easily Facebook, the Poetic Storyteller. Facebook dot com slash the Poetic Storyteller. Of course, my name Oba William King. It, it's easily Googled, and my website is justusarts.org. Just J U S T us arts.org. J U S T A J U S T U S A R T S dot O R G. I'll do that again because I messed it up a little bit. J U S J U S T U S A R T S dot O R G. And this is Viva Fidel Revolutionary Radio. You heard it here live and direct. It's a very important and phenomenal event that is happening this weekend. And, um, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot going on in a lot of places, man. And, like I said, we appreciate you taking time. You're actually being featured at this event this weekend, correct? Yes, 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 yes. I'm okay. very, very happy and proud to represent the uh, city of Chicago. We have uh, several features uh, that are going with us uh, here. Sister Shanta, who is uh, given credit for uh, bringing um, storytelling to an academic base and where she taught storytelling at the college, university level. And uh, also being featured uh, is in the spirit, uh, these two sisters that are just absolutely phenomenal with voice and story combined together. And uh, I'll be presenting uh, the story of the signifying monkey in blue. Now, understand, the signifying monkey used to be one of the most dirty, filthiest stories in America. Just saying, signifying monkey makes some grown folk go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cleaned up, uh, picked up by Langston Hughes and Arnhem Bontemps and put in a book called The uh, Anthology of Negro Literature. And uh, Arnhem Bontemps approached Oscar Brown Jr., who is a phenomenal Poet, jazz man, wordsmith. Oscar Brown Jr., Google that, Oscar Brown Jr., and check out his um, piece that he was able to do on the um, Death Poetry Jam. He is a phenomenal artist, and all of his music and story songs. At any rate, Oscar cleaned it up a bit and um, put music behind it, gave it a jazz rhythm. And when I met Oscar... Uh, I was able to uh, join him through a grant from the Illinois Arts Council and work master apprentice. So as his apprentice, he taught me three stories, the snake, the signifying monkey, and the old man. And I've taken the signifying monkey to the next level by adding in the music of Muddy Waters. 
and putting that um, into a rhythm of the blues. And it's off the chain, clean enough for any family member to listen to. A little bit over the heads mm-hmm. of the little children, but grown folk mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Can you can you just just on on the way out right quick? This is special request right quick. Um, can you give us a little piece of the original Signified Monkey? Oh no, not the original. <laughs> Way yeah, down the in the jungle deep, the monkey told the lion something. He started to creep. No, I can't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> just in case some mama got her baby in her lap, I just get oh, Mister Over scared me bad one day. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, the, the rhythm on the way I kick it now is uh, it says a signifying monkey stay up in your tree. You always like to signify you better not monkey with me. Boom, wow, wow, wow. Said the monkey to the lion in the jungle one day. Like that. That rhythm. That rhythm. I wish I had an email way I could send you a, my theme song is called I Love My People. And uh, it's been doing wonderful across the country they ask for it in these settings when I go and present it. And we use this um, beautiful line. It says, my people are strong from the cradle to the grave. They couldn't break us down because we were so brave. We kept our pride throughout the years, worked hard, prayed, even shed some tears. No matter what the world has put us through, we come out on top in everything we do. Y'all say, I love my people. And this rhythm, and we believe these four little words, are going to change society. It's going to change the way we feel it when we wake up in the morning and say, I love my people. And I know we've got to get over a lot of things, but if we have that in our heart, I love my people, we're going to start seeing each other in a better light. I love my people. Yeah, I saw, I saw you. I saw you had that online with a lot of the youngsters, a lot of young folks uh, chanting that and singing that, and I, yes, I thought the same thing. That's definitely yes, a, a powerful piece right there. We're gonna help you spread it out, man. We're gonna help support uh, whatever you got going on down the line. So make sure you keep us uh, informed and keep us, you yep. know, um, definitely, you know, uh, equipped as much as possible. Whatever we can do to help direct people uh, your way in terms of, you know, education, reaching out uh, to the young seeds and connecting. Uh, that ancient tradition, you know, right back to definitely the, the phenomenon of the day of hip-hop, you know. And so that's what I want you to come down and just basically make that connection and, and say and reinforce with the same thing that we always telling and teaching and telling and teaching and telling and yeah. teaching. This ain't yeah. nothing new yeah. under the sun, what we're doing that's right here. New. So that's I appreciate you, brother. And, and you definitely enjoy enjoy your, your, your uh, celebration this weekend, and we salute you for, for all your hard work and everything that you've been doing. And that's something big, man. I don't know. I'm gonna have to come check that out, man, because I'm I'm, oh, I'm, 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 like I'm a part of, world, of it already. I'm, I'm, I'm yes, a storyteller, and I'm a part of it already. So you make sure already, you know the next already, year. Already, and and you halfway there. You you right there in Milwaukee. All you gotta do is go to the next yes, year. You there? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be able to make this one. I'm going to be able to make this one right here. I'm going to be able to make this one right here. I'm going to be able to make this one right here. I'll be smashing on my way down south. You while you going up north, I'll be headed south. So this weekend yes, ain't gonna happen. But in the future, man, let me know. You know what I mean? Definitely keep me posted on some uh, some different events and things like that because I like to know more about yes, it. So you know, um, and I can definitely tell my listening audience more about it as well. So yes, once again, we appreciate you, man. Shoot out your contact one more time for anybody and uh, any last words you might have. 
Yes, sir, brother. This has been an absolute blessing. You, you've lifted my spirit. It says our stories are the breath of life. And just by you taking the time to talk with me, you just put me on a higher cloud. So the next person I interact with, I'm going to share that joy. We always share joy. Justusarts.org, J-U-S-T-U-S-A-R-T-S.org. Oba William King, I am the poetic storyteller. And I thank you very much, Brother Fidel. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Be safe on your travels. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Love and light. Peace.